people deluded i'm back again thank you very much for tuning back into another edition of the deluded podcast i know i've been gone for a minute i can't lie people there's just been nothing to talk about you know there's been nothing to speak about in podcast form there's really been nothing i know you lot have seen it there's been a couple things but there's been nothing so i apologize for the delay apologize for my absence um i'd imagine my listeners of my podcast primarily come from my youtube channel that i've established so i'd imagine you know content has still been flowing but if not and you've just come across me on apple music soundcloud and the rest of them and you're like yo i like this guy where's he gone he's a bit of a waste man i apologize for that i'm back now obviously until football gets back motion in motion there's really not a lot to speak about in podcasts you lot can give me topics but you lot haven't even been given that anymore so there's nothing to really speak about if we're honest with ourselves and i know you lot do know that as well moving forward though you know we're not going to be here long let's start off with with first and foremost sadly obviously so it's a it's football mirror society and obviously over in the, it don't matter if you're in the uk doesn't matter if you're in brazil doesn't matter if you're in canada america Bro, even even in predominantly black countries like Jamaica, there's a problem with the police. But specific to, you know, how we all know how it is. There's a, there's according to the shade of your skin, there's a different sort of justice. The police system in America is really only there to police one sort of people and protect one sort of people. I've seen women, I've seen women beaten up by police and mad stuff. I've seen kids, I've seen foot on neck, I've seen anything. And while my heart pours and, and my heart is bleeding for George, for George, um for George um, Floyd, Mr. Floyd and his family, because he leaves behind a child. As far as I know, only one child. There could be more. Pretty sure he's got a mother, girlfriend and cousins and the rest of it. Um, while my heart pours out for him, it's literally just a different name, same thing. It doesn't matter if it's Trayvon Martin, Tamir Rice, and all of these people that have committed these acts against black people unnecessarily are still roaming the world free. You know, it only took an outcry to really try and get justice to some sort of causes. I'm even seeing the officer who sadly you know, is, is the main culprit for what's happened to George. Um, his wife has divorced him. Do you think his wife is divorcing him because he's a, he's a bad person? Or is it to save face? Apparently he has a long history of such. So listen, black lives matter. I get it, all lives matter, all of that stuff. But it seems this all, all lives matter thing only matters when people say specifically to black lives. If black lives, if all lives matter, then you'd understand why black lives matter is a thing all lives cannot matter until black lives are black lives matter full stop and are treated un, um, unnecessarily like second class citizens like animals we live in a society if a dog is killed in the street it makes more noise than a black man dying let's cut the crap i'm never gonna cap in these things so when i'm seeing you know marcus Churam and considering who his dad is he was always going to do it take the stand um take the knee apologies when i'm seeing Jaden sanjo congratulations for him scoring his first hat trick in as a senior professor which should be a sweet moment him recognizing himself to use this moment to um pay homage to obviously george losing his life and there's hakimi obviously as well big up hakimi because it's not his you know he, he's not black not that he, not that you need to be black to stand up for this that's actually where i'm going with this shout out to hakimi and there's many people that have been doing stuff and speaking out over social media and there's a lot of people that haven't necessarily been vocal on social media and are doing a lot of good things equally there's a lot of celebrities and things that have been vocal on social media but have done nothing we live in a day and age where even these companies they're coming out and saying racism's bad but they're still endorsing and employing known racist influences they're just saving faces a lot of people a lot of companies and influencers and people in in, in today's day and age they want to be seen and heard doing the right thing not necessarily doing the right thing and that's the sad thing about life a lot of these companies coming out and doing it but um 
like I said, shout RIP obviously um to George and the rest of them. Um, shout out to Sanjo and the rest, and, and even Brewster and Rashford coming out and staying stuff. But it does make me wonder now. Obviously, the US and the UK are two different entities. There's many differences, but the same things happening. You know, there's Mark Duggan. There's many different black men and women who have lost their lives and and have have not been treated to justice at the hands of this law, at the law of this land, and you know, and things like that. And the, the law isn't the same. There's there's not only a color war. There's a there's a there's a there's a class war. You're seeing rich posh. I'm not gonna pardon my language posh privately educated white kids there's there's there it is in the guardian a, a little old white lady stabbed someone a white little white girl stabbed someone and didn't go jail because people thought it would mess up her future now if i go and do that wrong is wrong if i go and do that i'm going belmarsh it's free deluded <laughs> you get it i'm asking you lot to send me a tenner so i can get buy a kettle and noodles and stuff the law should be the same. We all know black members, black people in the UK are stopped more frequently and things like that. We can't even be in a posse of people or we're, we're called a gang of things. And it's, it's, you know, UK is violently racist. It's, it's very big on microaggressions and, and smart little tactics, but it, is, it is, has got a lot of in-your-face racism. And I do think, even to a degree, the, the racism in England is very sinister because they've managed to completely wipe to mainstream education, that Britain was ever involved in the slave trade, that Britain um, never compensated slave owners. Do you know how evil it is that the very economic fabric of a society is reliant on slaves? Do you know how evil it is? And when you consider my people were burnt, my people were skinned alive, pregnant ladies were experimented on, cut up, used as alligator bait, mocked for their looks. Please even go and look at where the word picnic comes from and all of this part of my language. Fuckery people. Nobody can ever put into words how sinister these people are. We don't even learn about we don't even learn about Cecil Rhodes. No, there's no getting over racism. I'm not asking for reparations and things like that. And you should be running people back their money, but I'm not asking for that. I'm just asking that people stand up and be fighting. And listen, the Premier League isn't going on. But I, and again, it is a touchy one. And again, I'm not even black people. As much as I want every black man and woman to rise up and stand, and I think if you if sitting on the fence is picking a side, sitting on the fence is picking a side. Because before they might not come for you or your whatever your makeup is as a person, eventually they'll come for you. I can't remember the poem, but there's a poem that was along the lines of first they came for the Jews. I didn't speak up because then they came, because I wasn't a Jew. And and long story short, before then they came for me. Wrong is wrong, right is right. Everybody should speak up. But I don't see everybody rising up. And again, it's a difficult one for players because everybody a player's always speaking sense when someone agrees. When a play, when everybody agrees, like Troy Deeney, when Troy Deeney was coming out, everyone was saying, "Yeah, he's the realist. He's this. He's that." When he's saying things that people don't disagree with, shut up and play football and all of that crap, that nonsense. So I feel it for footballers. But a part of and again, the Premier League isn't here right now. But whenever this sort of thing happens. I don't really see, and I'm not saying there's not white players standing up and and being so um, with us in this fight because there is, but I don't really see the same energy. I don't. It would be nice to see the message would be held a bit more because it's just it, black people doing it is one thing. We're probably seen as we're moaning all the time. If I don't, again, I'm not saying it's Harry Kane, but if Harry Kane was to score and lift up his shirt saying justice for this and whatever, then there could be change. Now, Jaden Sanjo and these players doing it is one thing, but I'd love to see his teammates doing it. Shout out to Hakimi, and one does make me believe what could happen and I, I don't have much faith in that sort of stuff there because you look at Raheem Sterling you know 
Raheem Sterling was, was witch-hunted for years and we're told we're playing the race card and all of these things. And the very same people that were denying racism and denouncing it are now being praised for saying literally racism is bad. And that's the sort of card that gets trumped. I do think silence is picking an option. Now, I'm not going to lie. As much as I believe everybody should side with each other and fight wrong is wrong, regardless of if it's racism against black people, white people, Asian people, whatever, in it, man, woman, whatever sort of discrimination, yeah? Me as a black man, I'm only looking at black people to rise up, you know. I can't look at other people to cure my headache. We need to cure our own headache in some way. And it all comes with how we control ourselves financially and things like that. They Listen, 50-odd years ago, people, go and type in how to sell to the Negro. Go and type in, there's documentaries, documented, how to sell to our people, how to fleece our people. They, they've really done a number on us but that's I, I would like to see a bit more a bit more white players standing up and things because it's, it's all fun and games with Marcus Turam but other like it would be nice if other people did it and I do think I am quite upset that some black players are sitting on the sides I get it but it is it is sad and it it is what it is in that regards but moving away from that I think I've spent too long on that subject and I think it did needed to be um, it needed to be said regardless people apologize i really apologize if you can hear my laptop doing a number i'm actually processing um a video at the moment at the time of doing this people um so if it's all loud and that i apologize we're gonna have to persist with this moving away from that though people um so, like i said shout out to social media shout out to jade and sanjo and everybody doing what they can do whether it's in real life or social media the good news, though, in Brighton news, the Premier League, after being off for three weeks, three months, apologies, seems to be going back at this moment in time, subject to change. We're going to get back, the show's going to get back going on the 17th of June, people, um, after agreement between all the clubs in the Premier League and all of these things. Apparently, Premier League players have been instructed by the government to keep a social distance between themselves on the field of play wherever possible wherever that means and that just seems like we're just saying that for the sake of saying that because it's the right thing to say there is no way of doing it obviously the officials substitutes all these sort of things but you can't stay you can't do any real social distancing on the field of play so we're very much reliant on consistent testing of people and stuff like that and off topic it's lovely to see brendan rogers mariapa two players of the two people off the top of my head have recovered from their bouts with coronavirus and like I said, the same for Arteta and everybody else, whether they're a footballer or not, who's gone through it. Um, so, yeah, the government has given the green light, people. And, yeah, um, social distancing should be maintained by all groups wherever possible, the guideline insists. This includes the competing athletes and support staff on the bench and field of play, such as during any disputes between the players and referees or scoring and celebrations. Now, when emotions are heated... I think they all recognise celebrations, but when emotions are heated and, you know, it goes down to VAR and things, I don't see people remembering social distancing. And by then, it's probably too late because by the time it touches 68th minute in the match, think about how much men have spat on the floor, how much, how much men have slid in that spat, how much men have probably breathed in each other's faces, have all headed the ball. Sometimes your mouth touches the ball, you know. Feet is touching the ball, obviously, with boots, but you've had to put on your boots with your hands and stuff like that. Obviously, not putting the blame at goalkeepers, but we all know goalkeepers typically spit into their gloves. That's why I never used to like touching my goalkeeper, um, the keeper's gloves when I was a right back. But there's all these sort of things. And I'm not going to lie, the, the cynic in me does think, while I want to see football, there is going to be additional cases of corona through playing football by the end of the season, whenever it gets going. But I'm nice to see it. I'm happy to see it being back. But according to the Athletic, Premier League sides are considering playing friendlies against each other before the league restarts on the 17th of June. Obviously, that's with fitness um, in mind. 
Apparently, broadcasters are set to cover Premier League matches from remote locations rather than stadiums. So that means less staff in the, in the stadium, people. Um, it remains to be seen what we're going to do with reporters and other media staff, like people that do the post-game interviews and stuff like that. Is that going to be done remotely? Um, like, I'm all sure it's completely different, but I'm all sure you've seen Owen Hargreaves um, on the Bundesliga show. He chips in from, I assume, his phone. Is that something we're going to do and stuff like that? Um so, yeah, man, we'll have to see. Apparently, Sky Sports plan to have presenters and pundits working from their studios in in Isleworth, where two-metre distancing will be carefully managed. Um, apparently, as well, on top of that, shareholders approved a proposal that would see all 92 remaining matches broadcast, broadcast live in the UK by the league's existing broadcast partners, which are Sky Sports, BT, BBC Sport and Amazon Prime. So, I'd pay for Sky Sports. if I might just cancel it or, or pause it for a, for, for a period while watching the games for free on Amazon or BBC if they're all going to stream same games. Um, got many for sea of money and them thing there. But moving forward, Premier League kickoff times and it's going to be quite eventful. Apparently, in relation to the weekend, this is all subject to change, but on Fridays, 8pm 8, 8, 8 kickoffs. On Saturday, it's the 12.30, 3 o'clock, 5.30s and 8pms, um, which is kind of the same. Sunday, 12 to 4.30 and 7pm. Monday, um, 8 p.m. like on a Friday. Midweek on Tuesday, you'll have kickoff at 6 p.m. and obviously one at 8. The same goes for Wednesday and Thursday, people. Um, so it's keen to be said, seen. Now, obviously, the only thing not up for debate is Liverpool winning the league title. Now, if I was a Liverpool player or fan, you know, I would still, it's still a Premier League title. I'd still be happy. Yes, there's still remaining games, but Liverpool are running away with the league. Liverpool did not go out there and, 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 and you know, put this thing in this sad virus into the world they can't deal with that so i don't think personally i don't think anyone can discredit the, the, the title or the accomplishment obviously people were they'll say it lacks integrity because of you know a three month wait off and all of this stuff that's happening and there is some truth in that but for me i think it's a good trophy i think they should still get it i think they should still be proud of it obviously there's a sour sourness in people's mouth because obviously very few things are more important than football this being one of them however um but, you know, the only thing that's not up for debate is the league. But in terms of Champions League, relegation, promotion, across both top divisions, well, the Championship and the Premier in England, there's going to be a lot of things up for debate. And you're always going to have something to say. I mean, Toulouse in France, they're rubber stamped to go down. Apparently, they're appealing and stuff like that, which I find very cheeky. But apparently, the majority of the teams in the bottom half of the Premier League want the relegation scrapped if the 2019-20 season has to be curtailed admit the coronavirus pandemic which is crazy. Um, so we'll have to see what happens in that regard. Um, top flight officials are recommending a simple points per game formula to work out league placings if the season has to be cancelled. For example, if there's a second wave of corona infection or a new lockdown enforced by the UK government. And you'd imagine, sadly, obviously, touching on what I spoke about earlier with sadly Black Lives Matter and, you know, black people losing their lives, you'd imagine that, you know, thousands of people are next to each other you'd imagine there's a second wave coming people in the uk away from that were becoming quite unruly and restless with the lockdown and i'm not gonna lie i do think the government want everybody to catch it because you look at the language they've used mass treatment mass fighting they want people to get it so it does seem there's going to be an impact impending sorry second wave of the coronavirus ready to impact society so we'll have to see fingers crossed that's not the case though people apparently back to what i was saying though with the relegation thing one top flight owner allegedly said he would vote for scrapping relegation even if the fa ruled it out last month he went on to say we would vote for no relegation if the season is curtailed curtailed there are up to 10 clubs who think the same thing 
Um, good news for the second division, the championship as well. Want to get back to watching Jude Bellingham of Birmingham, me personally. The EFL has announced that the championship will restart on the weekend of the 20th of June, subject to all safety requirements and government guidelines being met. The EFL is then planning to complete the season with the playoff final on or around the 30th of July due to the importance of completing the season in a similar timeline to that of the Premier League to avoid any potential issues with promoted and relegated clubs. Now, let's not pretend that another big point of keeping this going is every day that clubs not playing games, they're losing money. It is about money. Think of the broadcasting rights from the playoff final and the playoffs in general. The run, the end to the championship, how many games are typically televised. The same in the Premier League. I'm not saying that the Premier League and these officials don't care about people, but I'm under no illusion personally that this is motivated by money. I want to see us get going with things, but you know, I do think when this is all said and done, there's officials in the Premier League and the government just on the way they've handled these things that need to face accountability. Football as a whole in this country... Is it has been disgraceful the way generally, not everybody, but generally we've reacted. We were the last sports people to react to this. You look at all the other sportsmen speak out on it. It's like they don't have confidence with football at a moment anytime now. But yeah, man, obviously there's going to be a lot of games on TV and it's exciting for us people. Um, apparently, it has also been agreed to consider changing regulations to allow teams to use five subs in the remaining fixtures and match day squads of 20 rather than 18. In relation to the FA Cup people, the FA Cup has been also given the green light to return. The FA Chiefs have confirmed the quarterfinal ties will be played on the weekend of June the 27th and the 28th. The semi-finals and final will take place at Wembley behind closed doors over the weekend of the 18th and 19th of July and the 1st of August respectively as revealed by the Mirrors, the Daily Mirror, the Mirror Sport basically. The same has also been said for the thingy as well. FA Youth Cup, they're still trying to get that completed um, and that might be when next season comes, They might, con- I think they said they might just finish that one so we'll see how that one goes, people, um, really and truly. Like I said, in relation to Corona, um, I'm happy to see that, you know, everybody's recovered. But specific to the most recent cases, Brendan Rodgers, who revealed he had it, Mariapa and Bournemouth player Aaron Ramsdale. Um, for a different reason, off topic, Spurs striker, young striker. I've actually had a conversation with him when I went for an open day somewhere. Troy Parrott, very nice guy. And, you know, he's a Spurs player. I don't want to give him any credit. But apparently he's going to miss the restart of the season um, because he had his appendix removed. So, yeah, that might is, is, he might be a bit sore for a while, people, really and truly. Um, so he's going to have to eat that one really and truly. Moving away from that, though, and Arsenal's ladies manager... Um, Montemuro has kind of spoken in relation to the female women's game and he said finishing the WSL was crucial not just for understanding where we stand now but I think it would have compromised the 2021 season too importantly with the knock-on effect for years to come I think we'll benefit from the decision that has been made there would have been a knock-on effect with the Olympics coming up the Euros in 2022 and a World Cup in 2023 so the majority of players wouldn't have gotten a break um we can we can all move on. Oh, sorry. And he went asked on what the curtailment meant. He said we can all move on, allowing clubs to focus on next season and affording players respite before a busy international schedule over the next three years. Um, so that's what the ladies gaffer has had to say, people. Um, I'm all sure you've seen. I'm not going to go over it, but in relation to Arsenal matters, so Chips Keswick is going to retire in a couple of weeks. Um, apparently, the Telegraph. Has, I've spoken about this already, so check it out on my vid um, on my on my YouTube channel. Sorry, but apparently the Telegraph. Has said Arsenal will not look to an appoint a new chairman following Sir Chips Keswick retirement. His retirement changes little about the day-to-day governance and decision-making of the club, where 
where which which is why there is no replacement for such um, for such and you're also hearing that a lot of the board is bypassed because it's, it's Raul Sanye making the decision and that's something that Sir Chips Keswick has been dismayed about so that might be a reason as to why we're not looking for someone to directly replace him in that specific position people and going back to what I was talking about sadly with what's happening in society I'd like to go back and first and foremost um like I want to ask, can footballers win people? Because a lot of people look at, not all NFL stars, but NFL basketballers. I, I am jealous of it because I do think they're quite open. Not, We'll get on to it, but race matters is one thing and, and politics and things is one thing. But just in depth, how they really feel about players, you know, trash talk. I do think that's not allowed in the Premier League and um, it's not allowed in England. It's probably a problem with society. And I think we, we, we need to see that. We want to see players have more of a voice or be able to be more open people and you know you look at a lot of the platforms inviting a lot of players on their platforms a lot of emerging talent and, and young podcasters you can hear the difference um you look at stoppage tv the way andre gray spoke um with my guy cams is completely different to how he's probably going to speak on sky sports why because he feels comfortable and that's what you want to see people and I don't. I do think footballers can't win because everybody agrees with them when they're saying something other than that they're told to shut up Andre Gray told to shut up. Deeney told to shut up. Sterling told to shut up. Hector Bellerin, who it doesn't matter if it's climate change, cruelty, uh, you know, violence, racism. He speaks out about everything. He's a very brave man, brave to pursue what he likes, brave to go against the conventional image of what is a footballer. Brave simply in this society where everyone thinks they can tell you who you are if you're in the public eye, to just be his fucking self, Bellerin. Do you get it? Pardon my language. Um... You know, he's come out and, and made a good little piece on Black Lives Matter and he's told, you know, and you could look under the comments. Now, I know social media doesn't reflect reality, but people are like, focus on football, focus on football. You're not a consistent right back. All of that might be true, but he's a human being as well. You call footballers out of touch when they speak on stuff, you're telling them to shut up. Now, that's obviously a small man. I want to keep, I don't want to stop saying small minority because it's actually not, but you get the point. Footballers can't win people. It is well. it is in that regards. Moving away from that, though, people, and I've found out today Real Madrid are taking a leaf out of um, Nice in France, the club in France's book, in that they will no longer reveal contract details for players. Um, Marso reporting that Real Madrid will no longer make public first-team player contract extensions or length of contracts mirroring a practice adopted by Nice in the latter stage of, 20, of, the, eight, of the last 18 months butchered that but yeah and that might be could that become a thing and i say that because do you really know the details of someone's contract anyways just like david louise we're all under the illusion he's contracted until 2021 and was signing a new deal until contracted until 2022 it's come out he's he had an option of another year so could that could this be a thing where teams are not and that could also help with young players teams are not going to disclose the contract lengths now obviously information can be found journalists agents things will know when contracts are up but to the honest football fan, could that be something that happens where you don't find out contracts are are, are being revealed and renewed to the um, to the public, and you just find out our players a free agent in the same way, free eight players running down their deals. Renga said it, it is becoming a thing. It is going to become the new norm. Could this become the new norm as well? I'm not too sure, but it is an interesting concept, people. Um, so I'll leave you to ponder with your own thoughts. If you want to see more of my stuff or hear from me more, then you know you just have to check out my YouTube content. You know, I've interviewed a couple of young footballers and stuff like that and done some interesting stuff. I'm always going to come with the Arsenal stuff. So make sure you check it out. Like I said, there isn't too much to speak about um, football-wise today, but I felt I needed to make a return on this podcast stuff. So, um, you know, hopefully I've given you something thought-provoking and...
what are you talking about? So, so apologies, people. Spot, um, Siri decided to want to have something to say there. Like I was saying, I felt I felt compelled and felt a need to return. So hopefully in these 20-odd minutes, I've given you some decent content and some thought-provoking content. I'd love to hear your opinions. First and foremost, you know, thank you very much for checking out my content and always rocking with me. On that note, though, I'm going to get out of here. People, deluded, I'm out.